Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to You Go Boy Podcast. Welcome, Yay. welcome. Episode 15, guys. 15. It's almost about to be our sweet 16, which will be January the 5th. I mean, June the 5th. Lord Jesus, I'm going back. I'm a, don't do that. Yeah. Oh, wow, 15 episodes. Yeah. Yes. So good. I'm, just, I know. I'm so proud of us. Okay. I am. Yeah. We keep up with it. Um, We said we was going to do better, you know, as we came back. Um, so now it's late May and we still in here. So we just still here. Okay. Um, but obviously May comes with a lot of rain. Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know, like yeah. in Charlotte, this is just it's like back and forth with rain Same and pollen. Too much. Oh, especially the pollen thing. For folks' allergies are acting up. Like it's crazy. Cars covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there was one person wearing a face mask. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, the ones you see when you're at the airport and you don't want to get germs. Like, people have been doing that, too. Like, this is crazy. So, do you have allergy problems or, like... I do. So, I went... I so much so. I end up going to an allergist. Um, that is true. Thank you, Jesus. I yes. that. The ear, nose, yeah. and throat. The ear, nose, and throat. Yes, it you. was highly recommended by my boyfriend that I go <laughs> as mm-hmm. well. He's like, I'm about sick of you and this congestion and all that other stuff. So I did go, and basically I found out that I was allergic to Cincinnati. Um, all in all. <laughs> because truthfully, be told, when they did the test um, and the results came back, and they were naming off all these things, and I'm like, well, where, where are these things found? They're like, oh, in old homes. I'm like, well, all this gentrification going on, all of the old buildings are just being turned into new apartments, Yeah. Right? So it's in here. Um, we have a lot of hills in Cincinnati. So, you know, it's collecting down because we, again, hills, all that type of stuff. That's true. I'm like, so I'm basically uh, doomed. So yeah. the only saving grace is that um, typically when I'm out, it's usually in the evenings. During the day, I'm always at work. I work like 12 to 14 hours a day, so I'm never really outside. Um, so I'm so far so good. I haven't had to take Zyrtec. I do use my nasal spray, but I, I'm feeling for the people that's itchy nose and eyes and, and throat. You know me. Everything. Yeah, my we throat do. be off the chain. All the time. Yeah. Have you been to an allergist? That's the real question. I have. you diagnosed I, yourself it, with it, asthma that last time. Well, no. <laughs> and with that breathing treatment. Uh, yeah, because I need it. The breathing treatment is really, really working too. But no, I really, really, yeah, my allergies be like, yeah, be messing up on me. But I've been great since the breathing treatment and the, uh, and the allergy medicine. Well, good. Uh, amen. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad. Yes. Have you really been doing that thing with your throat that you normally do? Have you been doing that a lot lately? Probably or no? once or twice a day when normally it's about seven, eight times a day. So what it has gone down some. Yes. Keep using mm-hmm. that albuterol. And 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 in your medicines. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's that's the truth. So, what is in your cup? Well, today I have, um, as I, I, you know, the Black Millennial favorite. Well, I call it the Black Millennial favorite because a lot of people like Hennessy. Although I don't know this rise of folk talking about they don't like it, and it's <laughs> by so many other things. I'm like, I never knew. But I have a Hennessy apple juice in my cup. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm starting to see all this disdain for Hennessy. I'm like, Hennessy doesn't taste good by itself to me. It tastes good when it's mixed, or else, like I mentioned, it tastes like pennies. But when it's mixed, it has it, it's a good mixer drink. Yeah, I like Hennessy Black a lot. 
too. So mm-hmm. and Hennessy Pure White is really good. But so, it's not really white, right? No, it's not white. The reason why I consider it to be white is because it comes from grapes. There's a portion of it that's like grapes. But well, um, all, all cognacs are from grapes, right? Child, I don't know. I ain't did too much research. I was thinking that as I said it, but if somebody know the truth, y'all can feel free to let us know. We all about being edgy. White grapes. Is it a yeah, it's, taste? It's white grapes. Yeah, it is a sweeter taste. It reminds me of Moscata. Uh, <laughs> Hell is no. No shade to those who love them a good I need some Moscata. Give me some. I love. Oh, the fan- here the fancy ones go. Um, I don't drink uh barefoot barefoot. I drink Moscato Diasi. Still Moscato. Moscato bubbly Moscato. Oh child. Sugar. I oh, no, all that sugar. I be telling oh, my mom, girl, you drinking sugar. a melted popsicle. That's how to be having no food pops. <laughs> 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 but all in all, it is made from white grapes. Um, and I can tell it tastes like uh just a very strong wine. In my a white wine at that, maybe oh, like I a, like a reason to try it. Uh, you always see it at like the duty free, yeah. That's and don't be buying them, buying it out, yeah. That's what you need to definitely do. Like, hopefully, you know, for Singapore, come back, you got that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that they bring back that thing on duty free. Like, I hadn't even good. considered that they got the cologne. Everything. It's always like 70% off. Hmm, I'm looking at So what's in your cup? I have, I am still like towards the anime. I'm still on it with me some dang on uh, Kentucky Mule. I love being Kentucky yeah. Mule. I've always loved a mule. Um, I love good. the mint juleps. I love everything. Like I like those things. I like everything that you support, every drink that you, that you supposed to put in a copper cup. I like it. I love those. I actually want to get a set and get like, I don't know if I want to get my name engraved in them or something. Yeah, oh, you could. I just got me two of them because they're like $10 a piece. Is that a beautiful idea? That is a nice idea. What? For what? For my cups. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I need to jot this down. But anyway, so yes, you're having a Kentucky Mule. Have you had a bourbon mule? Well, I don't know because the Kentucky Mule is, the reason for Kentucky Mule is bourbon. Like Kentucky Mule has bourbon in it. That's the only one that has bourbon in it. All the other mules don't have bourbon. The Kentucky mule is the only one that does have bourbon. So I never had a bourbon mule. Is that what I said? (laughs) Me thinking, I need to go, I need to retch back and see if that's what we, I don't know what we're doing. Maybe, I don't know. I know, yeah, look it up because, yeah, all the other mules are made with vodka. I like all the other mules. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That thank you. That that brought it. Brought it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm losing my mind. But okay, that makes sense. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. But yeah. How was your life going? Though? I mean, like at the end of May, any priorities you're trying to have for the month of June? Like, what's going on? June, I really it's closing this month out. I am nearing the end. Of, I can talk about this, y'all. And y'all gonna hear about it. I'm nearing the end of my program. My grad. Graduate program. Yes. I'm so ecstatic. Like I can't believe like July 31st is it. Okay. I'm so Ooh. looking forward to oh my gosh, just mm-hmm. some freedom in my mind and my time. Um, and just with June coming, the summertime, I just want to soak it up. I don't want to rush it along. 
wherever I'm able to fly to, vacation, spend time, rooftops. I want to get into a pool. I want to do a lot of things. Sounds and like my birthday. I want it to, right, okay. <laughs> I want it my to do- about rooftops to rooftops. Like, I really do want to go from, like, rooftop to rooftop and just, I want to do, like, a, not a bar crawl, but a roof crawl or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I want my I want to just enjoy my summer. I don't yeah. want to shoot along. I think that's the most important part. And then um I think on a professional side of things, just start gearing up to think about um some new things that I want to do, maybe in like the schools and stuff, um, and in the community as students will be preparing to go back and you know, go back to school. So using the summertime as a time to plan on mm-hmm. how I may be able to get into schools and partner with different mm-hmm. educators. Um, so, yeah, I just want to create memories and be on rooftops like and take pictures and it not just be, you know, um, I want to capture the moment, but I really want to have an experience. Yeah. I want good. Summer 19 to be an experience. That is good. What yes. an experience. <laughs> I like that song. I just wanna... uh, how about you? For me, I'm just trying to stay thick with a flat stomach, child. That's what I'm Goals. Trying. Okay. Like, I just sent Mario I, um, information about Avocare. And if y'all got any opinions about it, please <laughs> let us know. Because we okay. about to go to Curacao. Okay. Thirty. So, I know. I am. I but I am trying to really start this style movement, style save lives. And, like, funny thing is, like, I'm just – really, people are starting to send me, like, y'all got my thighs out today. Well, let's be more clear because – <laughs> Our black women would always say thick, thick thighs save lives. There's t-shirts and all that. They do. Now, what, what's, what's different about yours? What's different about mine is that it is more of an experience. It's the idea that the melanin popping through the seeping pieces of your jeans um, produce this atmosphere that says that I belong here and that I'm literally authentically myself. So that's what those jeans do. <laughs> Well, let's also start from the top. You're a black, you're a man. Yes. Yeah. Wanting to do a, you know, a thick thighs thigh. movement. Yeah. But they ain't just for men. No, it's not just for men, but that's an important thing to highlight because like I said, yeah. you know, our, our thick sisters, they've been out here talking about, look, thick thighs save lives, boy, get into it, don't miss it. Well, I'm joining a party now. There, there <laughs> we go. What's funny yeah. too is I was at, I was at church and there was a guy with his thighs out. I was like, dang. And I try anytime I like have a thigh, like I could we could do like the kneecap ones. I feel like that's okay. But that <laughs> thigh slip for me for me though too. I mean, he was skinny. You know what I mean? Like it's like white people sometimes they could like get away with stuff like that. Like because he was skinny, he couldn't get away with it. Yeah, like like it sometimes like like when yeah, well it does because like it's like similar to teaching where like a white teacher, a white female teacher, she could wear leggings all a skinny little white teacher could wear leggings all day and nobody complain or say anything about it. Let that black woman come in just wearing leggings and a t-shirt, ma'am, you're out of dress code. And like it always happens and like nobody addresses it or brings it or bring it up. But yeah, we we bringing out that thigh movement, but yeah. Anytime I usually like want to wear a pair of jeans that have like a thigh slit, I usually like have a longer t-shirt or something like that. They could like cover it. Uh, for Easter, I had my thighs out, but I had on a kurta. It's like an Indian garb, traditional Indian garb that people usually wear. You had your thigh out for Easter, Mario. Yeah, but the thing is that the kurta covered it, but yeah. then it got a little windy and it, it swooped that sucker up. And I was like, oh, a lot. So I had to put it back over me. 
So your cursor was Loki. Your prayer shawl. Your it prayer, was my prayer your, shawl. Your, your lap cloth. It was my lap cloth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, like you know, we'll pick it'll pick back up in June and everything like that. But yeah, you know, I'm just really excited for our conversation tonight uh, with Alan, mm-hmm. um, who is just amazing. Like I, you know, I met him on Instagram. You yeah. know, I do a lot of social media networking. Which is um, hell yeah, because it's like, oh, I see you doing that work. Let's connect. I've been connected to so many people that it literally turned into like true, true business. You know, yeah, which is great because it's such a that the platform can be used like that, and to hear people saying, "Lo, I'm actually using it." Yeah, for that feature is really dope. Because dope, excuse me, because you know it connects us. So many people follow thousands of people. Yep. And it's like, how much easier is it to just network these days versus, you know, days of old? Yeah. And so many people are cre- just creating businesses. Like, it, it just, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about like how amazing it is, how many entrepreneurs that you can just follow on social media. That's just yeah. doing social media yep. influencers, people mm-hmm. who own businesses. I mean, mm-hmm. at the click of a button or a, a DM or, they have their website post that you can go and fill out, you know, for more info. It's nuts. Or tagging people to your post to draw them, you know, to you. So there's a guy. Um, wow, I cannot think of his name. I just thought about he would be great for our podcast as well because he focuses a lot on uh, social media, like strategy and networking strategy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I do need to be okay with like social media and like networking strategy because I be thinking it's all bullshit. Like, cause it's <laughs> like, but it's a way for you to be authentic and do it. it yes. Is. And I think like a lot of people don't do that, but I have mm-hmm. seen more, more people lean into that. So the social media strategists probably say like, be yourself, you know. As okay. well as, um, you know, don't be afraid to shoot your shot, even if. Yeah. You know, it doesn't turn, it doesn't manifest into anything necessarily, but you at least gotta, you know, you gotta take that shot, make that connection. You do. You know, that you was do. her thing. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna make a note of that. Too. Yeah. Well, that was good. We're gonna talk a lot in our fireside chat today. So, that, I mean, in our uh, main conversation today. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a great fireside chat, a little bitty, you know, one. Um, But, you know, we have to keep it long for yeah. all of them. You know what I mean? Light today, because like you said, this topic is going to be yes, really dense. How do you in become the, more self-aware? Self-awareness. That yes. is the first place to start. So yeah, I'm excited to talk to Alan and just see what gems he's gonna drop on us. Okay, so you've been listening to You Go Boy Podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome back to You Go Boy Podcast. Um, episode journal entry number 15, actually. So this will be number 15. I'm so glad you keep track because I just feel like I just can't remember. I know. Me neither. Um, but I'm excited. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that fireside chat that we just had. That was awesome. You know, they're very good. Yeah. So this <laughs> week, like we said in the fireside chat, we have a guest. Yay! 
<laughs> and this theoretical will be our fourth guest with it coming out on journal entry number uh 15 but um so this is the cool thing about about instagram and about social media networking if you met on yes like you network social media networking yes and i am meeting more people on social media than i am in person and it's expanding my network even like outside of just charlotte and i wonder like how our ancestors did it like <laughs> it's just it's very interesting <laughs> how they made that happen because like like when martin luther king had to go from like atlanta to memphis like that they send a letter ahead <laughs> folks actually use the phone which we don't like to do now that's why we text so much and people don't like to be on yeah, the phone that's what they got a point they a little rotary from it and they did that little circle situation they called say hey martin yeah. coming through and they prepared a place for him but they'll so be like you're it. you're on your way in three hours like you literally like i think about that like i mean think about a hookup okay we're gonna go uh-huh. just for a little bit okay. <laughs> wow, we took a whole nother i know you didn't take a little bit <laughs> i mean so fast but if you did like a hook up right like if somebody said they're on their way you can't te- like if there's a gate code, you can't text the gate. <laughs> for living in no gate. That one too, you know what I'm saying? I definitely got a story for that one too. So. <laughs> <laughs> that my granddad told me about. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, well, y'all hear the voice of Alan. <laughs> <laughs> we have to bring him in just real quickly. But yeah. Alan and I actually met on Instagram. We're gonna get to that story. Okay. We want to hear that. But Alan and I actually met on Instagram. You know, when you when you look at profiles and everything and, and you know, Instagram have like suggested people, uh, you know, his energy was just so dope and great. And he was just saying, sharing so many amazing things. Um, his platform on Instagram is about self-awareness, but he is a painting ro- robotics engineer <laughs> for a Honda. So typically you don't see engineers have emotions. And so <laughs> what I love about this special guest today is the fact like he does not fit in a box. <laughs> oh, amen. All the way outside the box. So, Alan, please like say hi to our You Go Boy podcast people. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, people? What's going on, people? Yes. So, as a um, as a way to inter- like to bring you on, uh, obviously this is a a pod- after five podcasts as you're sipping right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so we want to know what's in your cup. <laughs> uh, what's in my cup is uh, Hennessy and Simply Lemonade Pink with the raspberry. You know, that's not just favorite. So, Nigel, don't you? Don't you always have like you always have Simply in your refrigerator? Always, really? <laughs> yeah, the raspberry, the strawberry, and or the peach. What about the lavender one? The purple one? Uh, oh. the blueberry situation? No, this one was like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was about to say, they didn't snuck in a new flavor on me. I'm going to go on the Kroger and see what they talking about. No, but yeah, I keep that one too. So I'm, I always got a juice. But simply, it's just simply the best. It is good. It is good. <laughs> I try not to keep juice in my house. But yeah, so you have Hennessy and Simply. Yep. Which is great. And obviously, Nigel and I, we shared our what's in our cups earlier, but we'll share again. I have... Uh, me some uh, Kentucky mule since uh, we, Derby weekend was a few weeks ago. So like I'm still on that hype, but Derby weekend. So like I'm loving like the drink and I still have a little bit in my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And then I do what are you drinking? I had two 
am drinking the drink of the black millennial, which is Hennessy as well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which is actually funny. I saw somebody post that she was like, I don't know why y'all drink Hennessy. Hennessy tastes like bad sex. I said, Hennessy is not good by itself. It isn't. I didn't know what to say to that. But nonetheless, (laughs) I actually am doing Hennessy and apple juice. um, Now that is good. Really? Yes. I can't, I can't really picture that, but okay. Yeah. It, <laughs> think about, I told, so in a pre-call, I said that pennies taste like, I mean, Hennessy tastes like pennies and pennies taste like Hennessy. So if you think about apple juice in that like bite that apple juice have, like it really does pair well with Hennessy. So the thing is, like, I like Hennessy and I like Hennessy Black. Hennessy Black is stronger to me. It has more of a bite. So mm-hmm. if you use apple juice, it kind of cuts the bite because it's a little sweeter. So, versus using a lemonade, which is more of the sour, right? It's more acidic. So, you're going to get a bite, that acidic bite. So, I'm trying to do something a little sweet, but not too sweet. That's what I'm going for today. Mm. I dig that. that. But what I will say, people who drink Hennessy got like them bottom stomachs that got that little. Not a bottom stomach. That that, that flip over. What are you trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) That's that sugar that's at the bottom of y'all. Yeah. Seriously, but, um, but yeah. Speaking, speaking of this, we got to go back to that story. I did not forget about this. Yeah. <laughs> How did your grandfather do it then? Oh. Okay, so what my granddad told me was, he said he would tell a woman, he was like, "Hey, I need you to meet me by the well at you know ten p.m. or whatever." And you know they will follow this little you know dirt path down to the well. Follow the drinking gourd. Huh? <laughs> Following the drinking gourd down yeah, to the well. Exactly, exactly. And then, you know, he was like, hey, you know, I used to take out a few women just like throughout the week on $20, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I take and spend 10, 15 cents on a hamburger, take her out, take her out. And then, you know, uh, the backseat of my SS and power in which I'm the owner of that now, you know. Oh, <laughs> so, you know. Did you clean the back seat a little bit? No, you know, you got you to gotta leave those juices in there to marinate. <laughs> Historical <Please>. semen. <laughs> I don't want Gertrude's juices on me when I'm trying to ride in the back seat of nobody. <laughs> oh, my God. And Reby and the rest of them. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, there Allen. I know Anthony May. Oh, God. <laughs> but can we also talk about how his granddad took out women over the course of a seven-day period on $20? $20. Come on, oh. somebody. Inflation has changed the dating game. Yes. yes. Topic for a whole nother time. Yes, $20 gets you, just barely gets you, if it does get you, like, you got to make the choice between a movie ticket, the popcorn, in a drink. You can't get all three of those for $20. Yeah, no. First of all, you barely get the movie ticket. Movie tickets are like $12. Yeah, my so one of us is going and one of us is going to have to sneak in. Hey, I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> but now there's so much security, you can't even sneak in. Uh, you can't even get a Miller Chick-fil-A, but nonetheless. So, Alan, me and Nigel used to work. That's <laughs> true. Me and Alan, I mean, me and Nigel used to work at uh, the movie theater. What was your first job before we get into the self-awareness thing? My first job was at a at a grocery store. It Typical. was called Mac Day's Market, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a it's a privately owned one. So you know, uh, it it had its own little you know twist to it. Like I said, it's kind of like Kroger, but you know, not too pretty. <laughs> And Kroger ain't even 
Yeah, 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 fool, yeah, yeah. Or sunflower. Oh, oh, so you know about sunflower? I know about sunflower. That's what you, you just talked about sunflower. Exactly. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god! Yeah, I, I know about sunflower. That's sunflower crazy. is deep in the backwoods of Mississippi. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't know what type of meat that you're gonna get from there because they got pig thighs, and you know, they probably got the cow in the backyard and, <laughs> and just killed it. You know, so. Bloody. Okay. Oh my God. Alan, y'all hear this country deep. Country. Like, tell the people, where are you from? Um, yeah. And how did you, you know, get to this whole journey of self awareness? Okay. So um, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, went to uh, Lanier High School, 833 West Maple Street. Uh, okay. That's what we normally do. You know, we throw up our signs or whatever. Okay. But um, I also uh, spent half of my time in Fayetteville, uh, North Carolina, where um, where like my um, mom and my dad met at um, at the uh, military base called Fort Bragg. So uh, so yeah, I you know was there part time and part in part time in uh, Mississippi. And um, how I really got to uh, my self awareness thing was just from my experiences in it and uh, exposure just to life, I mean, good and bad. And I definitely saw a lot, uh, probably more than what the average, um, I guess, a six-year-old would, you know, see. But, I mean, it definitely helped me to develop who I am today. So That's awesome. So would you say that um, self-awareness, in order to achieve self-awareness, you have to be uh, – uh, to be exposed and and to have different experiences in order to become self-aware is that like the ingredient for self-awareness is like experiences different exposures and stuff yeah i think that's one of the many uh ingredients um so like if you're never exposed to anything in life or whatever you will always be stuck at where you are so like i mean uh that's why some of the like you know greats or whatever like um Prime example, uh, the guy from Microsoft. What's his name? Uh, tell me, uh, uh, Bill Gates or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bill Gates. If he didn't move from where he was to where he is now, and he just stayed where he was and didn't expand his, and you know, didn't expand his group, his you know area, mm -hmm. he would never be you know this billionaire guy. So like, uh, that's definitely one of the ingredients that you know could help you develop to be something great. That's so real. Oh, my God. So we have like different we have three different points that we want to hit because the mm -hmm. goal of this conversation is for our audience to become more self-aware as we're closing out mm -hmm. um, mental health awareness month, which is the month of May. Mm -hmm. uh, we really want people to go into June, really continue to think about how they can become more self-aware. Um, definitely as it hit the summertime, um, ladies and gentlemen, there are going to be some things that you can and cannot wear. You know, and so you have to be <laughs> self-aware. <laughs> you, you have to know thyself. Yes. yes. <laughs> don't please don't, we'll save it for the people <laughs> and for our eyes, you know. Um, and, yeah, and also summertime, as we'll talk about, you know, healthy relationships and stuff. Summertime is usually that period of time that people are waking up out of hibernation and they ready yeah. to go out there and, and, and get it and create that new list, that new roster, that cat, you know, for the head of Wow. Ones. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so it's important to be self-aware, even um, dating, you know, you need to be self-aware. What are you bringing to the table? What are your strengths, your weaknesses? Um, this is also a season where people are transitioning jobs, yeah. um, getting hired on. So you need to be self-aware so you can be confident going into That's interviews, and updating your resume, what are your strengths, where are your opportunities of growth? What did you like about the last position? What are you actually looking for? How can you be a better teammate? Um, so well, let's, those let's, are, yeah, no, that's good. Let's hit the first, let's hit the, that's all, yeah. all amazing because that's what a lot of our audience members are probably feeling right now. So the first uh, point that we want to make is, uh, descriptions of, of strategies to maintain healthy relationships. And, and there's two points that we want to hit, uh, that, that really Alan talked about, which is know thyself, um, strengths mm-hmm. and weakness. And then how do you fit? How do you yourself, how do you fit into the world, into people's lives? So can you expand upon that, Alan? Like, if, with that first point, it's really about who you are and your position in the world, which I love that this is the, the first uh, point. Okay, so uh, knowing thyself, uh, it can be like a million different things. But uh, typically, a lot of us, we are, um, we are cultivated by our environment, but, but you know, it's definitely important to know that um, whenever you are in the world that, okay, like some things just come um, innate and it's just like, okay, um, I know that um, I am a very outspoken person, but Mm -hmm. I also have to be balanced with it because I am a Libra and uh, you know, Libra, (laughs) you know, Oh my God. Both of y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so, What's your birthday? Uh, it's September the 28th. I'm the 24th. Oh, my God. Hey, Four you know what? This guy is awesome over here. Somebody give him, somebody <laughs> give him a prize or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, environment. That's important. Yes. I, want, I wanted to make sure we got back to that. So, you're talking mm-hmm. about environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like uh, my, I mean, the, the environment that I grew up in, it really, because I like Cause I know life is all about perspective and, you know, like I grew up in the hood, which a lot of us, you know, did or whatever, or just grew up in a very poor neighborhood or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like the average income was like uh, less than $12,000 to raise, you know, average of probably like two kids or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, I saw in my area um, that it wasn't a lot of fathers. It was mostly mothers. They working all day, blase, blase. And then like um, I, I actually allowed my my environment to positively impact me, even though from the outside, um, people saw it as uh, negativity. It was a lot of, you know, gangs, uh, ran down houses and, you know, stuff like that. A lot of young kids getting pregnant because of the lack of education, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and education just doesn't begin or end with school. So uh, go ahead. I do have a question here. You said that you allowed this negative environment to impact you positively. Mm-hmm. So my question to that is, if you can recall, what was that moment that you chose for it to make a positive impact? Because I think sometimes we don't realize that we have choice in that, mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah. So what, what impacted you or what took place to where you chose? Because you could have chose to be a part of the gang or to be a part of that, you know, that which was negative, but you decided for something else. Um, yeah. So yeah, what was that for you? 
I think it was a lot of things. It was like from my mom, like she always had like a good heart and she always told me to strive to do better than, you know, what she was doing. But also um, I feel like um, destiny and some luck played, um, played a major role into it because I was in this program and uh, it was a new program. It was called Quantum Opportunities Program. And uh, what would happen was it, like they would have a group of students and we would, um, we would actually go to this, um, it was like an office space and uh, we would have mentors and they mm -hmm. would uh, teach us um, about, uh, let's say for instance, um, if I'm struggling in math, we have a math tutor. Mm -hmm. And like they would take us places and then, you know, uh, and then um, by me seeing, okay, like they lived on a good part of town, in a good uh -huh. part of town. And, you know, I was like, Man, that's a different world than what I'm living. So Were they like, black? Yes. Oh, see, that makes yeah, sense. That makes the impact too. And then, wow. you know, um, with, uh, one of the ladies who started it, her name was uh, Dr. Shirley. And, uh, you know, she did pass away a couple of years ago. But she is probably one of the main reasons. And um, uh, she, you know, she was in the march with Martin Luther King. I mean, she used to tell us all about wow. the stories and stuff like that. So, like, she... She was giving us uh, positivity about the, you know, black experience way before, you know, like social media was really popping on. Hey, mm -hmm. you know, we need to unify. We need to educate ourselves and all of this stuff. So, like, mm -hmm. she was teaching us stuff like, OK, don't say the word nigga or whatever, because it has a uh, it has a negative uh, connotation to it. So. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I would say that she she actually helped mold what was already raw inside of me. Um, yeah to, you know, bring out their positivity, like, just because I'm in this, you know, space or this environment, uh, it doesn't mean that you ought to allow what's on the outside to come on the inside. Wow. I like that That's you said good. that the raw material, basically, I'm going to add mm -hmm. that word, was already yeah, like that. And so that's something for us to take away when we think about self-awareness, that what it's already in us, mm -hmm. but we just one to cultivate it for us but first we got to know that it's already in us because sometimes we we go to other people we're searching for things out in the world or in workspaces and it's validation and things which you know affirmation is important but we got to know that it's already in us from jump and exactly. i think that that's empowering for us when we think about self-awareness oh man i mean uh, i can just piggyback off of what you just said just having that you know self-awareness or you know like just to know that it's already in us. And yeah. a lot of kids, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm the same, I was the same age as a, as a lot of my friends who were in the game. Like they didn't even know that they were valuable. So mm. like, wow. I remember, um, I was, you know, I was beefing with somebody or, or, or basically somebody was beefing with me. And, uh, I went and told one of my partners about it. And, you know, he was like, Hey man, do you want me to take care of him? And, you know, like he was going, you know, shoot him or whatever. And I yeah. was like, you know, why? He was like, well, I don't have anything to, you know, live for anyway. He was like, mm. like just that mindset. Yeah. Like, like where did that come from? He didn't even see no value in himself. So he's mm. not going to see any value in me or anybody else. That's real. And the thing is that we have people who don't see value in themselves as raising boys or raising or, or anybody or trying to mentor people to be themselves. And mm -hmm. that in itself is problematic, you know? Mm -hmm. um, 
So right now, there are people who are listening to this podcast that are adults, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. you learned self-awareness as a kid. What type of advice would you be able to, would you give to people um, in their adult life on knowing themselves, knowing who they are? How would you get to that level? Like, what would you do now? Because the truth is that we still need to continue to learn who we are as people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we We're still need to bring, yeah, um, we still need to bring on that development. So how did you do it? And how are you continuing to do it? And what advice would you give to people? Okay, so um, I would just say, just kind of uh, going back to the experience, because like life is a teacher and you want to get tested. So um, the thing with that is, it's not being in a, in a certain type of comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you uh, decide to expand, like, okay, whether it's going into a different city, going into a different culture, whether it's going um, across seas or going to Cabo or, you know, wherever you decide to vacate it or whatever, it's actually putting yourself around someone that has a totally different mindset than you. Mm. Like, okay, I'm a Christian, but I got atheist friends or whatever. So they give me a different perspective or whatever, and I give them a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, just, just allowing yourself to understand that life has changed and that's the only thing that is constant but but also just just maneuvering your way around just life but understanding because like like I said earlier having that innate feeling like you know where you fit in and where you don't fit in because I didn't been in places like uh if I go out to like one of those hood clubs like I used to I know where I used to fit like a puzzle I don't even fit there anymore I don't even feel comfortable around these people because their mindset is so different than where, you know, I am currently. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're, so there was one point that I wanted to really hit that you mentioned and I, it just lost my mind because you just had another point that was just Yeah, so- I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit the point around the fact that, that you, when you expand your territory, mm-hmm. what does that look mm-hmm. like? So sometimes your, your dreams and your aspirations cannot fit in this area that you're currently in. So knowing and, yeah, so yeah, say what you got to say. Maybe. I might say into that the, ex- the expanding of the territory. Uh, one of the things that he, you've said, Alan, earlier that has been a mantra <laughs> for the mm-hmm. past two years, which is crazy, is being able to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And yes, so, that's oh, oh, you bet. That's exactly what I was thinking. Preach, preacher. So to add to it, it was like uncomfortable being uncomfortable that to know yourself is allowing yourself to to uh be tested mm-hmm. yes getting to be t- like you said life is a test but oftentimes we don't even go into the test room or like you know what i mean like get into there exactly it's scary it's scary it brings about emotional reaction you have anxiety you have stress you are fearful of the unknown and as we think about our strengths and our weaknesses though sometimes we might not be able to give name to them because we haven't taken the Gallup, you know, strength finders or whatever, but you know, like you were saying earlier, you know, when you do fit in and when you don't. So when you talk about expanding territory, me here in this box and you want me to come outside of it, make it larger. Mm. There's so much unknown, like there's so much fear. Yeah. Um, you just said around that. people are afraid of the unknown. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody back from being great. Yeah. Yes, and the thing is, is that oftentimes 
we will hold ourselves or, or people use Christianity and use even uh, the Bible scriptures to, to have a level of certainty. You know, like there's certain scriptures, uh, man-made scriptures that we quote in order for us to feel like, okay, God got me when we really should be taking the step of uncertainty, the step of unknown. Yeah. Like the thing about God is, this mis- is, is the mystic world. You know, but we want to try to lay it well, flat. You know, actually, I have to interject on that because mm-hmm. it's funny that you would say that is because we just talked about um, over in First Peter chapter 1, 19 through 20 are the verses. Um, <laughs> because it resonated, it, it resonated with me something serious yeah. because although man technically may have wrote it it was not given the scripture talks about how it's not, it wasn't man made, right? Mm-hmm. It, was it was not under the unction of man. There was no impulse for man to write some of the things because some of the things for those who ascribe to Christian principles and our spiritual in that capacity, there are a lot of mandates that we wouldn't have written. So I think that it is important as we introduce spirituality mm-hmm. to it, to keep in mind that scripture was not written um, under man's mindset in the way that we are as humans and carnal. Like this is a spiritual thing given by a perfect God who gave us instruction mm-hmm. to do certain things. But yeah. I just thought that was interesting no, that, you really, that just happened yeah. today at church. I was yeah, like, yeah, what? actually my church actually spoke about the same thing. That's crazy. I kid you not. I'm over <laughs> it. Yeah. But that's real though, because, but I, I love that. I also think like when you do, receive like the scripture in the word like it's like a part of knowing thyself is knowing how god speaks to you and yes like, god, like and i think about that all the time like um some uh, oprah does this like sometimes she said this doesn't this doesn't work for me yeah. or like the way that it works doesn't work for me you have to i used to be so scared to say that because people like oh you can't that sound like you questioning god or that sound like you know what i mean and like that like you're not going by what the church said that you're supposed to go by but like really like when you dig down and like really get to know God for yourself it's something serious like I think about King David <laughs> all the time like <laughs> I always like the the per like the person who wrote the uh what is the name King David's version what's the name of the Bible King King James King James. James not King David are you tripping King James <laughs> you know we are drinking <laughs> okay but King James version like learning about King James it was interesting and like what he did put in for us to to know when he did my dad talks about this all the time like he always says like there's more scripture that needs to be that that was written and i think about right now that god is still talking to us and there's more Ooh. scripture that needs that is written you know what i mean so it's like, it's and and there's more yeah. there's more to be to, to to hear from to learn from yeah yeah well that hits our second people. point which was our second point was is healthy diet it's not just food. Now, now, listen here. It's not just food, meaning that you still need to consider food. In your life. Amen, amen. <laughs> Would you say it again? Healthy diet. <laughs> Healthy diet is not just, it's not just just food. Okay, so that means mm-hmm. it's included. Um, but it is relationships, it's mental awareness, it's spiritual <laughs> discernment. So we're talking about this spiritual discernment around like how God speaks to you. We did also mention this mental awareness around like, hey, I don't supposed to be in this place mm-hmm. because the people surrounding me is not where I'm trying to go. I think what this second point really hits is about this idea of what Nigel mentioned around getting uncomfortable to comfortable uh, or being comfortable in uncomfortable spaces. And 
being around folks who may not, who you may not be on that level yet. You, <laughs> you know, you, you need some development. Would you say that's true? Or like, how would you focus in on the second point, Alan? A hefty, um, so like a hefty diet, um, and that. Hefty don't mean ho hos though. When we say healthy, we gotta we gotta create. It doesn't have to be a hard definition, but mm-hmm. Alan, when you say healthy <laughs> diet, what does healthy diet mean to you by your own personal definition? Well, my own per- person de- definition would be you know bringing on what's on the inside on the outside because I mean that's basically what you are, you know, showing to the world or whatever. I mean, whether you got a beautiful spirit or where you got a, you know, a, you know, horrible spirit or whatnot. So um, um, I, I'm a true believer in you definitely get out what you put out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just something, just being a, you know, entrepreneur slash, you know, uh, engineer is. Slash what else? Yeah, um, slash mentor, slash, you know, whatever, you know, I, I'm not, I do a lot of stuff, you know, sometimes I even get caught up to what I do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it's just really, really important for you to um, definitely just know who you are at the end of the day. And um, um, just kind of getting back to a healthy diet, um, uh, you're going to get back to what I mean, I, I know that I'm repeating myself, but I have to repeat. I have to repeat it so I can, you know, uh, definitely just uh, embody what it all means or whatever. Mm. Like, you know, healthy means it's something that's good for you that you know may benefit somebody else because everybody is looking, in my opinion, for a reflection. Okay, well, you know, how do you uh, relate to me or whatever? Mm. Um, and you know, I, I I truly believe that you know. Um, um, Whenever you are healthy, you are um, you are definitely getting to a point where um, you you definitely understand who you are in the world. Like you're not you know trying to fit in a puzzle piece that definitely doesn't you know just fit in that area. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to me it's just basically just being self aware and um, and I think that just comes through it just experience in itself. Yeah, how did that show up for you? How did like where did you have to understand that it's not just rela- not just food, but it is relationships. It is the mental awareness and the spiritual. Um, like what so, what moment happened for you to like recognize so, that? So it was a few things. So um, with the relationship that I don't have with my dad, and um, that was a pretty pretty deep thing. And I'm gonna try to uh, keep it in a in like a I would say a, a condensed box or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I saw that the way that I was treating like the women that I was with, um, uh, I, I didn't know the abandonment issues that I had from my dad was triggering to my relationships. And then, and then I'm sitting there looking back, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking that it's, it was mainly their fault because it's easy for us to say, hey, it was them and not me. So, you know, we can have this projection to people like, hey, I'm this good person. And you know, like I'm, I'm not the problem. They were the problem. And, you know, I was put in their life by God to teach them a lesson. But knowing a lot of times whenever we are, um, whenever we are in something, God is probably using that thing to teach us something. Mm-hmm. And, and Make me holler on this mic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching a little bit. I'm preaching. I know, for real. 
relationships are about reciprocity and yeah. that's the mm-hmm. and i think reciprocity extends beyond like oh i bought you this you buy me that no 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 when you're talking about the relationship that she was giving to you and you giving to her and you felt like, you know, you were placed in her life to teach her something. No, he was also there to show you mm-hmm. the deficits in your life and the things that yeah. you need to reach back and be healed from, because this is how you are handling this relationship based upon the lack thereof. And that, um, that just is so great because if we as millennials particularly can get a hold of that, yeah. we will find ourselves, in healthier situations and what i mean by healthy more positive outcomes the things that we think are just fantasy that we dream about no they can't be reality but there's some work that has to be done Mm -hmm. so what you're Mm -hmm. talking about which i'm gonna get gotta get back to is is that reflective work that we have to do you have to reflect and you have to be willing to go back Mm -hmm. and expose those things to be introspective about that Mm -hmm. i like that yeah it's true but yeah, so back to you, your father, that yeah. having an impact on yeah. your relationship. Yeah, so um, I didn't even know until like, I actually went to uh, counseling that, you know, I was dealing with um, uh, abandonment issues. And, you know, uh, you already know you going to a counselor will and you tell somebody about, it, oh, you know, you must be crazy, you know. So like, why are you even going to a counselor? And like, it was like some things that I would lash out on little things and and I really did not know on how much it affected me until like one of my um, one of my ex girlfriends. She gave the example. This was like the last day that we ever said anything else uh, to each other. She said, "Well, Alan, she said you screwed me so tight." She was like, "You know, uh, you know how you strip a boat." She said, "You screwed mm-hmm. me so tight that when you." Um, uh, Whenever that boat is stripped, it's no good anymore. You got to throw it away. And I was just like, I thought I was, I I knew that I could give good love, mm-hmm. but a lot of times I couldn't accept it. Mm-hmm. And also I did not know just, you know, from them abandonment issues, I was self-sabotaging my myself and my relationships. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, um, damn, I really hurt this girl for her to give me that type of description of a boat being stripped mm-hmm. and it's no good anymore. Mm-hmm. She was like, yes. She said, Alan, you definitely love me good. You love my son good. She was like, you know, you was a father figure uh, to him, but you you are wound too tight. And, you know, you know, like I, I, I thought that since she wasn't exposed to nothing, I was like, okay, well, I'm here in her life to teach her. Mm-hmm. But she taught me so much that I didn't even know until afterwards. Mm-hmm. I actually appreciate her because it actually, you know, it has helped me to develop to the man that I am today. That's good. That's good. I'm just like, wow. Okay. So you leaving that relationship, how long did it take for you to rebuild yourself mm-hmm. back up? answer that what did you use to rebuild yourself what did you use yeah uh i would say it took me like two years but um i use really um just like my backbone is um definitely uh fellowshipping with the word like uh learning like i i I like to tell people like whether you're a christian or whatever um I, i i look at the bible as a reflection so it shines so much light 
on like my darkness and and I was just like man um I was really flawed and I was really acting like a modern day Pharisee to a certain degree that mm. okay I saw everybody else's faults but I really couldn't see mine like even though I could see it but that's not what I was exuding out mm. so like man that that was really a um a a time that definitely allowed me to develop or whatever but um that's yeah. very very good so it's like you were starting to reflect on yourself mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. journal did you was it just like the conversation you have with the counselor like did you do any type of thing like that i um i did but more of like so i write poetry and stuff and you know getting back to like kind of when i was younger i used to call myself poetic songs and all of this stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh god i know so um uh, i remember uh writing this poem and uh hopefully i remember it um it was it was called um uh it was called basically like a two-way street and i was basically uh describing uh how i was and you know and like uh, how i felt so um, basically, I have, like, when I first met this girl, her mom was like, oh, this is the guy for you. And, you know, like, it was a beautiful thing, just like a butterfly. And I think one of the, um, one of the, one of the lines in my poem was, was said, like, uh, I turned a butterfly into a water moccasin. So, mm-hmm. like, I turned something so beautiful into something ugly because I didn't even know that I had these things from my past um, conjuring up mm-hmm. and, you know, hunting me and was hunting my presence. Like I was looking in the past, but I'm living in the future. And mm. that, those two things don't coexist at all. Mm. So, you know, mm. just that experience and going through stuff like it, like, like I said earlier, life is a teacher and you're going to get tested. And um, it, I, I really feel like whenever you allow yourself to be vulnerable in, you know, every way and fashion. And also just uh, sit down and say, hey, this was my fault. I'm taking responsibility because we don't, we do not do that. We do not take responsibility as always where that person hurt me, that person, you know, sometimes you hurt yourself. Sometimes you hurt yourself. Wow. Now that is true. That's the hardest part when you hurt yourself. Yes. You know, um, Music Soul Child has a song talking about no one is responsible to protect your heart. Basically, mm. it's on you yeah. to do that. Yeah. And I think, like, although we're talking about, I love, I'm a, one of my strengths is connectedness. And mm-hmm. I love relationships. And that is beyond, like, romantic relationships. I think about friendships. I think about of the workplace, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So switching gears just a tad, although we're talking about a more personal relationship how has this shown up for you as it relates to being an entrepreneur thinking about having healthy relationships granted you work for a company and you're also an entrepreneur at the same time so when you're thinking about building um your exec board if you will for your life and for your business moves and things like that how does this healthy diet uh show up for you in that space well real real quick that's the third point. So <laughs> the third oh, point. <laughs> so that, so the third point is like managing your friends, put them into groups, uh, know who they are, but also their value and show your value with that. So like as an entrepreneur, you are always running into people, uh, mm-hmm. friend groups. So yeah, not just question. That was perfect. Yeah. 
So, yeah, they're going to answer that. But we're in the third point, you guys. Yeah. So the final point. I know the final point. I'm going to say I definitely learned a lot in business, too. I have lost a lot of money. I have gained a lot of money. But I also lost a lot of friends and, and maybe just dope relationships because I have, like, especially when you're dealing with male and female. Uh, I had a uh, bandana company and I had a girl, she was a designer and I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't expect for us to get close and stuff like that. And then when it did, um, I was like, I know you're not supposed to mix business and pleasure because she was doing it. She was, she was doing my bandanas for free. And, um, I said, Hey, no, <laughs> that's I that Libra touch right there. That's what that is. Damn Libra touch. You know what? I, yes, I, it is. I, we, Libras are high in the woo area, mm -hmm. just so you know. Okay. And woo is like annoying characteristics. <laughs> you know, you know, and I don't want to woo anybody. I want to be, okay, because, you know, fireworks last for a short, you know, fireworks are exciting and they last for a short amount of time. I want to be that candle that's burning and it's, you know, steady. Come on, uh -oh. candle. You know? That's another oh, Libra trait. What with the word? Drop your number. What is it? People about to call you right now. <laughs> yeah. Just, I right now. Right. No. Is that, but hey, watch. There's so many people about to be like, is he single? Is he single? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I, I mean, um, I really, you know, messed up that one myself. Uh, it wasn't her because... <laughs> I did everything that I, I, I wasn't trying to, it's just that the love and nature that I learned from my mom, uh, I, I showed her so much things that she didn't, you know, experience with other guys, and it wasn't even a sexual thing, mm -hmm. it was that, like, I made love to her mentally, and, uh, and she never, you know, had that, so, um, like, she just like, hey, you don't have to pay me. I was like, look, I'm still cash up you some money because you're you're actually using your own materials. And she's a really awesome girl still to this day. But even she, she is still salty, too, because I actually end up hitting her back. Like, hey, you know, um, I, I would like to do a partnership and, you know, for it to be more formal because she was already in that arena. And right. I was just trying to get in that arena uh, at that time. But like she was, she 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 sent my stuff, and you know I I had you know people uh, wearing my bandanas at um, Westy uh, Music Fest that was in uh, New York last year. It was uh, Afro Punk. Afro -punk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. your bandanas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So oh, <laughs> man, a lot of stuff happened. His, no, but his band, your bandanas used to be so dope. Yeah. Damn, you ain't got no more bandanas no more. No, I was, uh, I was, I was supposed to go to this school in Atlanta and uh, learn how to, um, you know, um, make them myself and stuff like that. But you know, time not permit. Because she was making them. And, exactly. She was using her own materials. She was using her own materials, and I told her that I was going to take it. A magician never tells his secret, right? Oh. <laughs> I got the magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do have. I, I do have the mighty touch a little bit. I got the mighty touch. Uh, my touch do it so well. You better keep with these car analogies. Listen. Okay, <laughs> okay. the mighty touch. Okay, what's Honda's? What's Honda's acronym? Honda. Yeah. Oh, Honda is actually not an acronym. Uh, it's the last name of a uh, I mean, Japanese guy. Yep, his name is uh, Sriracha uh, Honda. And um, 
I mean, I can use What's slogan? What's Honda's slogan? Uh, Honda's slogan, uh, I really you forgot. <laughs> you, uh, I had to get back to you on that one. Okay. I don't feel like they got one. Mm-hmm. But so managing, oh, well, that's an interesting thing that whole that yeah. managing uh, relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about putting people into groups, right? Because mm-hmm. even in this in this in the scenario you just gave, like putting that individual, that other entrepreneur in a group to say, mm-hmm. hey, this, although I may feel what I feel as a man, relationship, dating, whatever that looks like, I need to put you in this this group. When you talked about making things more formal, I need to put mm-hmm. you in this formalized group yep. and say you are a yeah. stakeholder in this business that I'm doing here. So I need to manage this relationship. So when you think about that, we're talking about managing friends, putting them into groups, knowing who they are and their value. I think that is really important. And I want to expound more upon that because we are social people as entrepreneurs. That's one thing about, I know Mario and I, um, that we hear often, we're very social. Um, mm-hmm. I Not to bring the whole Libra Gemini situation up too much, but a lot of times I feel like some Geminis are very social introverts. Um, yeah. And then Libras, we are just people, people. Like, especially a September Libras, we just enjoy people. I don't, I speak for me. I'm always, I might be late to show up somewhere, but I'm like one of the last to leave because once I get in there and I have a good time and I connect with people, that's what it is. Now the problem becomes. You'll find a Gemini in a one-on-one conversation. Like, and we will, I will find that Gemini in that one. Mario's a Gemini. Yeah. I date a Gemini. So like we, we have a certain way to find those. Right. Yeah. So when we think about friendships when we think about stakeholders in our businesses or just people that we have to work with and just putting them in groups um sometimes people can take things a little bit more personal because Mm -hmm. they value us a different way than we value them um Mm -hmm. and so how do you navigate that space how do you put words to it because as entrepreneurs we want to create an experience Mm -hmm. right and we want everybody to feel valuable. No matter what your dollar amount that you're contributing, you are valuable. Uh, at the same time, I'll say in friendships, all people don't, if we think about friendships having like an inner ring, another ring around it, and another ring around that, mm-hmm. different friends fall into different categories. And, you know, that could be problematic for some at times. So mm-hmm. how do you manage your friends associates because we started doing that right oh well this is my friend and mm-hmm. this is my associate this is someone i'm acquainted with and people kind of take offense you know to being in these categories if they should <laughs> but uh, but we do because when we're in grade school oh ken is kenneth is my best friend or such and such is my best friend right that's because you gave me crayons in, in elementary you know, school <laughs> or Western society, right? Like when people get married. Oh, this is my yeah. best man. This is my matron of honor or my maid of honor. Then this person is more close to me. So if you if you if you see me as your best friend, but I don't see you as my best friend, then we got a problem. But why is it like that? You know what I mean? So yeah. with all that being said, because I mm-hmm. said a lot, how do you manage friends? How do you manage those business relationships? How do you, yeah, how do you conduct yourself accordingly? Okay, so um, how I manage my friends and stuff like that, kind of kind of going back to, um, you know, knowing thyself. So, mm-hmm. like, when you, know that, when you know thyself, you can set the, you know, I guess the prerequisites for everything else. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. So, um, um, what I typically do, I, 
I actually allow people to uh, see the true me. And, you know, this is who I am. But, you know, also, like, uh, I, I can, you know, divert from that. Like, like, okay, whenever I had, like, this past weekend, I had a meeting with one of my business partners or whatever. And uh, we talked about, you know, our real estate, you know, ventures and stuff like that. But, you know, I also know his strengths and, you know, his weaknesses. So when you allow yourself to be seen, you know, without trying to hide all your flaws yeah. or whatever, uh, you actually, you actually, you know, understand, okay, well, okay, they are actually serious about their craft. Because I got yeah. friends who, uh, they talk the game, but I, but I have realized with those friends, I, I learned to put them in a box. It's because of because I'm like, okay, people are not going to uh, be good um, business partners when they don't invest in something. And what I mean in and what I mean in investment is time, money, and energy. Because you because you can try to start a business with a friend, and you know, like, yes, it's exciting, it's exhilarating, it's a whole bunch of other things, and then you realize. That person, they were just talking and they didn't put their money to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to do the work when their money is tied to it. That's true. That's true. So, like, that's how I managed them. I was like, okay, well, I know from my last situation. And, you know, like, I, it's crazy. I know they said don't judge, but you do got to judge people to a certain degree. So you won't end up being uh, uh, basically in the red or mm-hmm. whatever. And this, you know... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say use discernment instead yeah. of maybe the word judge. Perfect. Go right back to that word discernment of whether this person is really gonna be there for you or not. That's real. Yeah, absolutely. You I do love that. have to be aware that again, self-awareness, self-awareness mm-hmm. and trusting your instinct, your discernment, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you to say, hey, based upon like me, I believe in naturalistic observation. That's the psychology part <laughs> mm-hmm. of it. You gotta, you gotta watch people. People talking about like it ain't what you say, it's what you do. Although I believe that it's both. Mm-hmm. It is what you say, because what you say creates the environment around you, as well as out yeah. of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what you think about yourself and how you feel about the situation, it's gonna come out. I love when people say, "Oh, I ain't mean to say that." Yes, you did. That's what you you just it. you <laughs> didn't. Maybe you didn't mean to be first. You know, psychology major is called forty flip. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you meant yeah. to say you might not have meant to be heard, but you meant what you said. Sure did. And so with that, so when you think about, um, you know, friends uh, doing what they say they're going to do or business partners saying what they're going to do, people, yeah. when you invest in yourself, like if you, like Mario and I, when we're not on the air doing podcasts, Mario's listening to podcasts. He's yeah. on YouTube figuring out how to do different nuances myself. I might, I, I'm reading a little bit, trying to figure out like, oh, this would be great to share with our listeners on podcasts. Like you, you're going to position yourself in such a way, again, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. I might not be the type of person that likes to read. Mario has XYZ going on. He might be uncomfortable learning uh, new sound engineering things. But if you're serious about <laughs> you'll be okay with doing that type of work. Mm-hmm. That's good. Your internet kind of went in and out a little bit at that moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie. You sound yeah. like computer on the other side. Yeah. Listen, I need to call my internet provider tomorrow anyway. 
Yeah, I know. Listen, because I text Mario, I said, look, my internet going in and out. So I hope that that was captured. Uh, you must be with uh, Cricket Wireless or something, you know. Or... <laughs> <laughs> His Cincinnati belt is just probably the same. I'm just messing with you, man. I'm, just I'm telling with you. you, it's the worst. Is absolutely the worst. They want to make you pay extra for fire optics. I'm like, I don't even know what that is, yeah. for sure. I had to explain to you one day because we do use fiber optics in our um in our uh, robots or whatever. That's good. Yeah. Well, Alan, you're probably coming to my birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, yeah. I definitely will be in Charlotte. You know, because Charlotte is my stumping ground, and I also do kind of want to flex on my ex because she is there too. So you. Know. <laughs> That's real though, right? Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I am slightly petty. I I mean, I am a grown up, but I'm slightly petty, which I think all of us got a little pettiness inside of us. Oh, sure. That's being self aware. Everybody has a little bit of pettiness to them. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Well, Alan, this was great. Mm-hmm. Excellent, yes. excellent conversation. Uh, we enjoyed you, sir, as our fourth person, you know, on our podcast. And, you know, it's just been dope. Uh, from Birmingham. Well, he lives in Birmingham. Yes, I live in Birmingham. Birmingham. But, you know, and y'all, you, you may, <laughs> for some of the stuff, you know, that he was saying, we mainly like translation. I knew your petty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Huh? Some of the words you, you know said, that will be the, you know like on Google when you could type stuff in and be like yeah. translate. They need to have that for southern accent. For exactly. Southern accent. I'm not gonna lie. I know my accent is super thick and uh yeah so anytime y'all got questions you know what I'm saying he said like, a bolt I was like okay I got that one. Then when you said healthy I thought you were saying uh hefty yeah, okay, Mario, yeah. Mario got a nerve to talk because he got a he has an accent as well. Uh-huh. And Mario said doll, D O L L. It's baby doll and not baby doll. Baby doll, okay. It's baby doll. <laughs> it's baby doll. Mario always said this doll, baby. Doll is D I A L. D O L. Watch, listen to all the Cleveland people. We say baby doll. Mm-hmm. Merciful. Well, well uh, we do it. Uh, look, look, look. <laughs> we do. Thank you. Is there anything outside? We well, I should say we definitely want people to be able to connect with you. So please share with us how we can connect with you as well as for business, guys. Uh, because no, once you start talking not, about the fireworks to the candles, pa, 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 yeah, because pa, pa, pa. I do know some, some women no. want to try to talk. I'm about to say, I'm I got about to say Alan, are you single? Huh. Yeah. Single? Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, this could be for business and pleasure. As we talk, you need to put them into the right groups because uh, exactly, you've exactly. learned you learn how that happens, huh? No bandanas. Right. So exactly. you know to put them into the right groups. So exactly. I'm, I'm here for both. So um you can definitely follow me on Instagram, uh Alan J underscore red R E D D. First name is right. uh, spelled A L L E N J underscore R E D D. Um I just started a Twitter. I'm not I mean, like, just like last week. And uh, I probably only got, like, three followers or whatever because I'm still trying to figure out the whole navigation of uh, Twitter. Twitter is very, very new to me. And uh, I'm, I, I think I need a, you know, guideline on how to navigate through Twitter because uh, all these tweet tweets. Tweet tweets. Tweet tweets. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then any final thoughts um, as we talk, as we've been talking about self-awareness, is there anything? No, not is there. There is. Share with us something that you will want the people to take away as they're listening to this. They'll wake up maybe the next day, may hear this or they're 
Uh-oh. Uh, right now, what's <laughs> So, you know, he says. Um, <laughs> final thoughts would wow. be um, being connection where you have to allow yourself to um, go through life and, you know, learn whatever life uh, dishes uh, at you. And um, I think it's important to, before you get into any type of relationship, friendship, or whatever, is to um, um, read. Re- reading is so important and people Did neglect it. And I just started back reading so much. Uh, people, uh, the, the only thing people read is, you know, shit on, you know, Instagram and, you know, Facebook. And so it's actually sad because a lot of people don't even research after that. Okay, let me validate what this person yep. is saying. Yes. Yep. So, so when you read more, you are exposed to so many other different avenues of, you know, thinking like, okay, I got something over here, I got something over here, and then I can combine it all together to make, like, basically my thought process or whatever. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, it's, that, that in itself will help you to navigate, you know, this life that we are in or whatever. I mean, like, it will help you to stop trying to fit into something that you're not even meant to be in because people try to fit into something like, okay, well, in, you know, high school, uh, I was a cheerleader. And right now in your lifetime, you had three kids. Now you can't fit in that. You can't fit in the same uniform. It's over with. (laughs) You can, you can cheer. Listen, sis, you can cheer in another way. Cheer her kids on while they in the stand. M I S S I T, miss it. You can do it in another way. Get you a t shirt. So, yeah, man, that's really just it. That's good. Cool. But thank you so much. And you guys have been listening to Eagle Boy Podcast. Definitely press the subscribe button, you guys. And yeah, we're back on our Gmail. Um, <laughs> I remember in the last in episode 13, we talked about how like we didn't know what our GB is, but it's you go boy podcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in us in dropping your, um, your, you know, your, your, uh, services or you want us to advertise, we can do all of that. Okay. So yeah. Enjoy and have a good one. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Um, no. uh,